to Cameron Tales, directed by Claire McGuire. Sound design by Thomas Donahue, recorded and mixed by Thomas Donahue. Can we try something a little bit more uplifting? A fairy tale, perhaps? Yeah, like an old-fashioned story where a boy meets a girl and they live happily ever after. Once upon a time in Rome, Pietro Bocamazza, a young man from a wealthy Roman family, had fallen in love with a very beautiful and charming girl named Agnolella. She was the daughter of Gigliozzo Saulo, who, though a plebeian, was held in high repute by his fellow citizens. It was their greatest wish to marry, but it was the age-old story. Agnolella's family were poor and Pietro's were rich, so his family forbade it. Yet being young and in love and completely devastated that they had been put in this untenable position, they decided to elope. Having made all the preparations, Pietro arose very early one morning, saddled up a pair of horses, and the two of them stole out of the city towards Agnani without looking back. Tell me how much you love me. I love you more than the sunset loves the tops of the mountains. I love you more than Pompeii loves love. I love you more than fresh meat loves salt. Now, Pietro didn't know the route too well. And when they were about eight miles away from Rome, they happened to take a road that went off to the left when they should have gone right. They had ridden a little more than two miles when suddenly Agnolella spotted about a dozen bandits coming towards them. Pietro, let's get out of here. We're going to be attacked. And she turned her horse's head, dug her spurs into his flanks, and took off at a gallop in another direction into the woods. Pietro, who had been riding along looking at Agnolella's face more than the road, had been caught totally unaware. Who are you and where are you going? I'm eloping. With who? Uh, I- I'm eloping with myself. I'm traveling to Ignagi to marry myself. It's legal there, you see. I found out last night that married men pay less tax, so I couldn't find a bride on such short notice. I decided to marry myself. This isn't the road to Agnagi. Uh, a mere trifle. I must have zigged when I should have zagged. No matter. I shall be on my way. Thank you, fine gentlemen. Here's the thing. I don't believe your little story about eloping and tax evasion and whatnot. Take off your clothes. Do you want to marry me, sir? Why didn't you say so? We shall elope to Ignagi together. Take off your clothes. We're going to hang you from that oak tree to warn passers-by to not come through here. At that moment, Pietro thought the game was up. But as luck would have it, just as he began to take his clothes off, another gang of bandits ambushed his captors. 
Seeing he wasn't being watched anymore, Pietro fled off in the same direction as Agnolana. And in the meantime, she had fled off with no idea where she was going. She spent hours wandering around and around, weeping and calling Pietro's name, bemoaning her misfortune. Finally, as night was falling, she caught sight of a little cottage and made her way to it as quickly as she could. There she found a good man, well along in years, with a wife no younger than he was. Hello. What brings a beautiful girl like you to these dangerous parts, in the middle of the night? Oh, please, help me. Can you point me in the direction of Agnagi? I was traveling there with my betrothed, Pietro, but we were set upon by bandits. My horse took off and brought me here, but Pietro did not follow. I cannot find him. Please, help me. I must get to Agnagi. You cannot travel in these parts at night. It's far too dangerous. Come in, my dear. You can rest here for the night and we shall show you the way in the morning. You're so kind. Thank you. Let's get you something to eat. Get the fire blazing, old man. We need to warm this poor creature up. After supper, Agnolella curled up in a little bed and cried herself softly to sleep. Then, just as dawn was breaking, she heard the sound of people walking around outside. She peered out the window. It was the bandits from the day before. She got up quietly and made her way into the yard at the rear of the cottage. At the side, she spied a large pile of hay and went over and hid under it. Get up, old people, and make us some breakfast. Well, what do we have here? A fine-looking horse. Nice saddle, too. Who else is here? There's nobody here except us. This nag must have run away from somebody. It showed up here yesterday evening. Yes, and we brought him into the house last night to keep the wolves from devouring him. Well, in that case, since he doesn't belong to anyone else, he'll do quite well with us. So, after eating a breakfast cooked by the old woman... The bandits took Agnolella's horse and off they went. As soon as they were gone, she leapt out of the haystack. Thank you so much for saving me. We must hurry in case they come back. We'll accompany you on foot to a castle, just five miles away from here. You'll be safe. It's the castle of Liello di Campi di Fiore, the home of the Orsini family. The Orsinis? Why, they're friends of Pietra's family. Oh, how wonderful. Yes, please, Let's leave at once. Meanwhile, in another part of the forest, Pietro is sitting in an oak tree as sad as sad could be. He had been there all night long, shivering and starving, his body flinching at every crack and creak. Thank the Lord the night is almost over. Today, my friend, we are getting out of here. I promise. Suddenly, he hears a growl. He looks out in search of its owner and sees he's surrounded by a pack of dark and hungry wolves, the largest mutts he's ever seen. Razor sharp teeth and wanting eyes, his breath stops. He knows it's not him they desire. Run! Run! Get out of here! But slowly the wolves advance, 
Closer and closer with howls and growls. Go on, run! Go! Run! Run! No, stop, you beast! Stop! They attack, devouring the horse from above and below, gorging themselves until they have picked its bones clean. <laughs> I'm so sorry, my friend. You are the finest beast I've ever known. I thank you for all your years of friendship. Sleep well, my trusty man. A little while later, Pietro spied an old shepherd on the edge of the forest. Oh, hello there. Who might you be? You look fairly disheveled, if you don't mind me saying so. You're welcome to join me for lunch if you wish. Looks like you could do with it. Thank you, kind sir. What would a young gentleman like yourself be doing in these parts? Pietro then told the shepherd all that had happened. Well, I'll be damned. You've had a right old run of things, haven't you, my poor fellow? What do you mean to do now? I don't suppose you could point me in the direction of a castle I might see chattering. Aye, indeed I could. The Arsini fellow. I think his name is Liello, the Campi, the something or other. He's got a castle nearby. The Orsini family, you say? I, I know them well. Meanwhile, Agnolella had finally reached the castle. My dear girl, whatever are you doing so far from home? Oh, my lady, please forgive me for intruding like this, but you'll never believe what has brought me here. And she told her the whole story. Oh, my poor child, how awful. I have known Pietro since he was a boy and dread to think what has become of him. You must stay here until it is possible for us to safely send you back to Rome. At that very moment, Pietro burst into the throne room. Agnella, my love! Pietro, my love! No, no, just a moment, you two. Young man, you've got some explaining to do. What kind of stupidity has made you disobey your family in such a way? Do you know nothing of familial duty and loyalty? Let alone putting this young lady's life at risk as well as your own. My lady, believe me. I do know everything about family loyalty. But the stupidity that you claim of overtaking me I call love. And I will not apologize for it. I love my family, but so too do I love Agnunella. I love her more than life itself. More than fresh meat loves salt. More than fresh meat loves... Oh, never mind. I can see you are both determined for this union to go ahead. My lady, please believe me when I say that our love is strong and true. Oh, how young and stubborn you children are. Why should I go to the trouble to change your minds? God knows I have enough else to be worrying about. If you desire to be joined together as husband and wife, well, so be it. In fact, I am in favor of it. You can safely leave everything to me. I will make peace between you and your families, and we will have the wedding here at once. My husband will foot the bill. 
and Pietro and Danielella lived together until ripe old age in perfect peace and harmony. Our final tale of passion and romance was told by Christopher O'Sullivan, who also played the old shepherd. Matt Lenehan was Pietro, and Gwinnell Gillet, Agnellella. David Page was the big, bad bandit. Aidan Stevens, the old man. And Dimpna Heffernan was the old woman and Liello's wife. She's right. Listen. I hear relax. Put the music back on. Attenzione. Grandi notizie. La peste si sta placando. La malattia che ha colpito la città sta rallentando. Le leggi marziali non sono più in vigore. Le zone di quarantena sono state smantellate e ai negozi è permesso di riaprire. The plague has slowed down. Quarantine's over. Pian piano tutti sono invitati a tornare in società e celebrare il dono della vita. Viva Firenze! We can go home! We can go back to Florence! Wait! So this means we have to leave the villa? Yeah, we're allowed to go back home. Oh, I don't think I want to go. Well, not yet, anyway. I can't believe only ten days have passed. It feels so much longer. I know. It's hard to feel like we always lived like this. Yeah, I haven't had this much fun in such a long time. I never had this much fun. I'll miss all this. Listen, you just have to remember the reasons why we came here in the first place. Okay, we came to the country to enjoy ourselves, but more importantly, we needed to escape the plague. We had to look after our health and protect ourselves, and we've done just that. Yes, we have. And looked after each other. And had a good time. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we did that all right. But I'm glad it wasn't all just drinking and playing games. I agree. I loved us all telling each other stories. It was a great idea, Pampina. I saw a side to y'all that I never expected. Many a truth is revealed in fiction. Didn't somebody once say, fiction is the lie through which we tell the truth? It feels like we've become like a family. I agree. And I think that's what I loved most of all. It's what I'll miss most of all. We'll stay in touch. Mind each other. We're going to leave this place as true friends. In fact, lifelong friends. We'll never forget this time we spent together. Never. So, shall we pack up? And make our way back. <laughs> <laughs> 